This episode of the Guiltless Podcast is brought to you by Southern Tier Brewing. Southern Tier is two floors and 15,000 square feet of the best drinking atmosphere in the city. With over 30 craft beers on draft, a full cocktail and wine bar, their very own taproom for events, and weekly specials for food and drinks. Whether it's the New Hayes New England IPA or the Peanut Butter Cup Imperial Stout, Southern Tier has something for everyone. Located in the heart of downtown Cleveland at 811 Prospect Avenue East and open seven days a week. You can also find them on all social media platforms with their menus. Take a visit to Cleveland's Southern Tier Brewing today. Listen up, biatches! <laughs> No, I did. I had I had somebody on here. Uh, oh, Rachel. Uh, but her name is it's not Koenig. And I went to school with people oh. named Koenig. She owned Shore Society. Really, yeah. really sweet. And I didn't even ask her. I'm like Rachel Koenig. She goes, actually, it's it's Koenig. I'm like, fuck you, really? I thought I had that. Uh, 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 yeah. I'm like, I thought I had that one in the bag. I thought that was her last different. name too. That'd be different. I'm like, why? And then I'm waiting for her to be like, just kidding. Nope. She was Never I'm like, happened. you're the one that did that differently. Okay. So that's the only reason I asked. So, and I've stopped like trying to, you know, just nail it. <laughs> like I've, I've stopped me. trying to impress people with just not even asking. I'm like, just don't. You're not no. going to get it right. So, well, Shayla, I hope, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much. Thank you so for much for coming me. in traffic from Parma. <laughs> I do you. appreciate that, man. Some I've had people like, I'll like, I'll be like, uh, hey, where are you coming from? And then I'm like, that's like a block away. Take your time. <laughs> but I like when anyone takes their time to come over here and just hang out with me for a little while. So well, thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you. It's and an I honor cannot remember the first. It's been a couple months, I think. Yeah. I think you, and it's my fault. Like I reached <laughs> out, and I think in like April, and then I had a baby. So everything fell apart. Makes sense. Um, And then I was like, oh my God, I got to circle back and, <laughs> and, and catch. So I'm glad I did. I'm glad you came on. Thanks for And kind of that. fresh off in album too. Yes. Was that yeah. released in June? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Damn feelings. Damn feelings. I've been in that. I mean, really in that for like three days straight. <laughs> uh, I like doing that whenever a musician comes on. Just to, I just, just bury it in my head. Like I'll just, I'm working everything. Just absorb it and i've already told you but i do want to say it while we're recording uh sleepwalkers is fantastic thank you but now i'm going back and forth between that and falling uh (laughs) those are really i mean the whole thing's impressive but those are super impressive tracks thank you so much well oh for sure (laughs) well before how did you even start like what's your what's what's your music like like is it family did you just hear something one day i've heard so many different stories i'm curious it's such a mixed bag for me my grandmother was an organ player in bars. My mom was a little bit of a singer. My dad dabbled in, on guitar. He was in a bluegrass band. My brother was in a punk band. So you're everywhere. But it was never really discussed too much when I was little. It was never like a... So it just kind of was in me without even knowing that was a thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, used to like jump off my dad's amplifier when, and sing Wild Thing when I was probably like four. You know, I just it was always just in me. I was just ready to do it. Yeah. I would ask 
people all the time when I was probably five, six, if they wanted to hear my cover of Patsy Cline. Like, you know, and, oh, you know, any, yeah. My answer is always yes to that, by the way. <laughs> that's amazing. And all over that, so you got a couple, like, in your head as, yeah. as young. You, so you got punk, gospel, bluegrass, kind of indie. Yeah. So you really kind of had to pick which way you wanted to go. Yeah, and I, I really didn't. I think that's why my voice is the way that it is. It is. You yeah. have a very different voice. Thanks. Uh, it's like... It fits really well with your music, which I think it's labeled as pop, but I, I don't know. I, could, I hear a couple different things in yeah. there, but it also works in a lot of different, I think, genres for sure. Yeah. You yeah. kind of, because it's a powerful voice. You have like a rock voice. Yeah, I used to do rock. Um, yeah. I was in a band called Seafair for a long time. Okay. And I before that, I was in a screamo band where I, I was the screamer and the singer. Uh, you hear those people that like have like those real... <laughs> chaotic like almost like like banshee like screams yes they're usually incredibly very good singers too <laughs> but they just sure. chose that because they just love that but they're like fun. great singers yeah it's just fun because just very few people can really kind of hit that and make it not sound like you're just screaming true yeah that's, that's really so true impressive. so then okay so you're a little bit younger when does it kind of start being like Obviously, you didn't become a career when you were four or five no. doing Wild Thing. But when did you, yeah, what was your first kind of like band? What's your first band experience where Ooh. you're like, I want to get in this? My first band experience, real band experience, I was about 16, 17. It was a band called Myth. It was a Celtic metal, like a Viking Fuck metal yeah. band. <laughs> and I looked like Hilary Duff. Like, I was just, like, this little blonde girl coming in with these upside-down crosses and, like, shit all over the walls. And just, like, demons on snare drums and kick drums, you know? And I just, I, I loved it. I loved it because it was just, I would do anything, you know? I was like... Well, what were you... All right, so you're going into the, the, the Celtic goth metal. <laughs> well, what were you listening to at the time before you got into that? None of that. <laughs> it was one of those things where I was dying so badly to be in anything. Yeah. Anything. Like, just, I get to be in a band with other people that are good at music. Yeah. Give it to me. I was like working at a Toys R Us. I, I'm a gamer. And at the time I was like 16, you know, working in the R zone at Toys R Us. And the guy that like worked on bikes with a ponytail in the in the back, like heard my voice one day and was like, yo, there's this band that would love to have you. And I was like, I sign me up. I didn't even care. Yeah. Well, there, you know, that's a uh like a lot of like metal. I mean, I can think of a couple, right? The one that stands out and it was like like a metal kind of operatic, like metal type band. Like Lacuna Coil, yeah. Uh, like they have a great, great double vocal dynamic yeah. with a real powerful female singer. Yeah. And then you got ones obviously that are a little bit more straightforward metal, like Arch Enemy or like Kitty. If you go back like oh, to the nineties, yeah. I, mean, I used to lie and say I was in that band for so long when we, I was like. 12. We believe it. We wouldn't know when we were so <laughs> dumb. We see a girl with tattoos. We're like, you're in Kitty. That makes sense. <laughs> Just oh yeah, I can hear it. I'm like, are no, you, you the drum, drummer? Yeah. Yeah. I think I've seen you twice. You're amazing. Yeah, you know, dyed my hair a little bit, you know, no yeah. big deal. Yeah. <laughs> no, because that and that kind of goes back into like the rock kind of powerful voice. That works really, really well in some. I mean, there's a yeah. a lot like that. I, Lacuna Coil was the one that just popped in my mind. Yeah, I'm going to have to give them a listen again because I haven't heard them in a long time. I, dude, I haven't either for some <laughs> reason, though. But when you mentioned that and then I referenced back to your voice, I'm like, oh. Lacuna <laughs> Coil. Because when she kicks in, like in some of those songs, like, oh man, yeah. how, who figured that out? Yeah, people used to come up and be like, who's singing? Like, I know you're screaming. Who's singing? Is yeah. it me? Yeah, I do both. Yeah, I do both. I'm a double threat. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, and then I was in a couple of bands that actually wouldn't uh, let me sing. They were all men, and they were like, you can't, like, 
we're not going to sell tickets if you sing. What were you doing? Playing? Just, I was playing keyboard. Yeah. Yeah, just playing synthesizers. You know. Do you? I do already. Hold a grudge to those guys. You know. It's okay. You know. I'll, one I'll, of, be, I'll reach out to them after this. Great thing happened. <laughs> Years later, I'm playing a show where this band's opening for me, and I didn't. I recognize the guy, but I like didn't think twice about it. And then he comes up on stage, and he's like, "So I really am excited to open for Shayla." I was in a band with her a long time ago, and we didn't let her sing, and I regret oh, really? it more than anything. And I was like, "Good for him yeah. for owning up to that." Yeah, like, man, felt good. We fucked that up. Yeah, yeah. They're like, they're all like, "Dang, yeah." We're gonna open up for that girl that we wouldn't let sing, <laughs> who is now singing as we open. Yeah. Hey, good on him for being like, "Hey, man, you want to hear nice. something dumb I did?" <laughs> that was so nice to hear. Oh yeah. shit! Are, no, you you're from here originally. You're I from am, the yeah. Cleveland area. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I worked uh, as a machinist for most of my life in Cleveland. My mom was like the first woman to work in the steel mills. I think I just kind of followed in her footsteps a little bit there. She owned like an auto shop afterwards. I worked on Navy ship parts and uh, made crossbows, and then I got into pressing vinyl records. <laughs> we could do an entire episode just on that last sentence. <laughs> and I was Making doing drag crossbows? at the same time. Yeah, so it was like flash dance. I had a band. Making Holy stuff shit, with metal. Holy shit, you flash dance. And, and drag, yeah, yeah. Man, I'll tell you what, no one's going <laughs> to listen to a song of yours and then be like, I bet this girl has some Viking metal crossbow background. <laughs> I never thought of that, yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of. I wasn't listening to your songs and being like, I wonder how many crossbows this girl's made. I haven't even this thought girl, of crossbows in a long time. This girl must have worked with steel for this quite girl, a while. I get a real steel worker <laughs> crossbow Viking vibe from her. <laughs> so glad I was putting that out there. You know? No, good. You should. Jesus, that's an amazing... <laughs> my story sucks. Impossible. Uh-oh, All my stories are cool. Very possible. Mine are terrible. That's why I interview people. No one interviews me. <laughs> like, what do you do? I'm like, I used to live there, and now I live here. And here we are. Here we are. <laughs> that's my story. It's terrible. Not a crossbow in sight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're in the Viking, you know, kind of metal. But obviously, so you're digging in, like you said. You yeah. just wanted to be in a band, I didn't care playing, singing. You just wanted to be a part of a band. Yes. So at what point, and maybe there isn't even one that you know, it just kind of progressed, but when were you like, all right, this is something that, that this is no longer something that I just really like doing. It's fun. This is, I want this to be kind of me. Um, like when I became like solo, like, yeah. like, okay, so I was working, this is a crazy, this is actually a crazy story because it was, um, all in the same week, um, actually in the same few days. Okay. Um, I was in my band Seafair for 10 years. Wow. Um, they didn't like the direction I was going in, which was more pop leaning. And I was so excited about it. I wrote most of the music for us and then they, they wrote their instrumentation around what I wrote. Um, and you know, they just weren't digging it and I wasn't digging being in it anymore and then I got a call to be a singer in a band uh on salary and so I quit my job pressing vinyl records and I quit my band and was like no I want to do this and then during um quarantine I got hit up that like you know someone wanted to invest in me and have me make the pop records of my dreams so I jumped at it and I worked nine months eight hours a day four days a week on the record damn feelings in the middle of the woods and that's just, like you said, you were just kind of gradually moving in that direction. It yeah. wasn't a... Oh, I've always wanted it. I was scared because the Cleveland mentality, if you get stuck in it, you're like, I shouldn't do something that's like trying to be this successful. 
and I shouldn't be doing something that no one in this town likes, which is pop music. Like, I feel like there aren't many people in this town that respect or like pop. You know, it's not like I'm going to go, not all love to Happy Dog. I love Happy Dog. But it's not like I'm going to go to the Happy Dog and play a set there. They're going to hate it. Yeah. You know? Okay. So there was a lot of, especially and being in rock bands for so long, there was a lot of that, like, like scare. I was just scared to, to do what I actually wanted to do because I thought everyone's going to shit all over it and then... You know, I'm not going to go anywhere. You know? Yeah. I had to get out of the Midwestern mentality, <laughs> which hey, is hard. You know, I mean, that's that's valid. You yeah. know, I, I don't. I mean, if you ask me, and I don't know, truthfully, yeah. like, where does, like, I can find places where, like, an acoustic, just kind of chill, like, where Taylor Lamborn can play anywhere. Oh, you know, yeah, five she can play anywhere. Yeah, she's, she's great. Just, she can play anywhere. She's amazing. She's great. But she's also, like, kind of like a solo acoustic. You can fit that into a lot. Oh, my gosh. I can tell you where to find, you know, punk shows. I can tell yes. you where to find rock shows. I can tell you where to find whatever in God's name they do at the Foundry. Right. You know, I have so <laughs> many friends that do shows there. I'm yeah. just like, you guys are out of your mind. But I know what's happening there. Yeah, no Hip-hop, class. same thing. I know where I can find some yep. hip-hop shows and things like that. But maybe straight pop, and I haven't really thought about it, where... You can do that. Like, maybe it's a place where I'm like, oh, they do live pop music. You can't, I, you, I can't think of one. Yeah. Yeah. Unless we're talking arenas in town, and I'm not there, so. No. Right? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I'm working on it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, okay, so you start, and you, you kind of move in this direction. I mean, first of all, what, what is a phone call like that you get when someone's like, <laughs> I want to pay you for this it was pretty crazy it was so out of the blue i mean i was enjoying myself as a backup vocalist in this band and i can't really talk about it too much but i can say like you know people started to come up to this person and they were like why is she singing backup in this band like why is that and then pr firms from the uk started reaching out to this person and being like hey like what's she doing and he would be like well she's in these bands with me and they're like no 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 no. what's she doing we want to know what she's doing. And that's when he was like, oh, I should probably like just jump at helping you yeah. get, you know, further your career. How does that, I, and I, I don't know how it works, obviously, yeah. but is it I don't just, <laughs> it's, hey, well, you're, babe, you're, you're doing pretty well for having no idea. Uh, Cause like, I mean, I, like, was the question ever just like, who, like, who is the one person that kind of kicked off the what is she doing train? You know Ooh. what I mean? Yeah, it, it was this place. It was a, a particular PR firm in the UK that was just really, um, I'm trying to remember, Liberty, I think Liberty? was their name. Liberty? Yeah. Liberty. Liberty PR, yeah. Not, the, <laughs> not that one. <laughs> not the commercial that me and my wife still sing every time it comes on. <laughs> but, I mean, it's a great one. Um, but I also want to mention that Care Bears really pushed that along. Singing for Care Bears Unlock the Magic on HBO Max. I sing the theme song. I beat out MC Hammer for the part. Super fun, and that'd be, the, that'd be how I would introduce myself to people. <laughs> That's literally. I like really it's... don't talk about it enough. People are always like, "Why don't you tell people you beat out?" Like I got to hear MC Hammer's version. I already. There's five things that you should lead with whenever you meet anybody. <laughs> I'm a musician. Viking metal. I make crossbows. I sing for Care Bears, and I beat out MC Hammer. I mean, yeah. If you're anyone right. has any I'm... further, if someone's like, "Well, what else?" Fuck you, man. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> they should be too scared of me to ask any questions. I'd be, I'd be like, put, put my drink. I'd be like, let's. <laughs> I want to get into this. We're about to have a live podcast in this this party or wherever the hell we are. That's incredible. Thanks. Yeah, that that really pushed though because it was like this '80s pop, and I got to hear my voice on it. And then I was like, oh, oh shit, this is me. Like this is who I am. You know. Yeah. 
And then I even, um, I'm in a toy. I'm in like a Care Bears toy, which is really crazy. Like my what? Yeah. You press its belly and I'm singing. <laughs> just casually bringing shit up. I'm, I'm just over here like, I've done nothing. <laughs> in 14 and a half minutes, you've already, you've reduced my life to a waste. No. No, it's fine. It's I don't mind. I'm, I I could. I don't leave the house. It's not like I'm trying. <laughs> it's not like I'm being I'm being blackballed. I'm not even trying. <laughs> I'm too busy trying to get to the end of Netflix. So I feel it, that. Okay. I feel it's that okay. on a deep level. You have no idea. Yeah, I do. That's a uh, God. That's amazing. Thanks. It really is. I mean, the, how something again, like something like that, can kind of happen. Someone yeah. catches it. Someone, and you've heard stories like that before. This is a really stupid one. It really is, but. You know who Danny McBride is? Yeah, of course. Okay, so Danny McBride, have you ever seen his original movie, The Foot Fist Way? I haven't, no. No one has. I, I never it, even heard of that. It's on Amazon. I think it's on Amazon right now for free. I've been telling anyone that will listen, go watch this movie. Okay. It's fucking hilarious. It's so weird. It looks like it was made for like $400, <laughs> but uh, Adam McKay and Will Ferrell just came across and got a hold of it, and they said, they watched that thing for like a week straight. They found it so funny. What? And someone just got a hold of it or passed it on to them, and boom! Now they're like Danny McBride. What they were like? What is that guy doing right now? Because wow. he's hilarious, and he wrote the movie. It's a completely Danny McBride movie. Well, he's great. a he's a karate instructor, and he's <laughs> Danny McBride as a karate. He's completely inept, and he says dumb shit, and it's so funny. That sounds great. It's an amazing movie, and it's like Jody Hills and like all his friends from like Eastbound and Down. You see them; they're in the movie. It's just him and his friends back in the day before they were famous. And someone found it and was just like, what's this guy doing? And handed it to Adam McKay and Will Ferrell. I'm pretty sure that's how the story went. And they're like, they just obsessed over it for like a Beautiful. month. And then just started putting him in shit. Because they're like, this guy's just. He's hilarious. This guy's just sitting around being funny and no one's seeing it. And He's this is so stupid. funny. That's amazing how some. Because like, you think about in you, like especially in music. How many incredibly talented people have you encountered? You're like, yeah. how do more. I can comics, you know, musicians are, I can think of 10 right now without even trying Yeah, that yeah. I've had sitting where you're sitting. I'm like, God, I don't understand how more people don't know who I you know, are. Even in the city, even in Cleveland, don't know who you are so and real. don't listen to you. And why are there not 200 people every single time that you perform? I know. Yeah. It's sad. It is. Once again, it's just hard. It's a hard community. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, you, you got, you got the talent, the drive, the hustle, and then dude, a big, nice glob of luck also helps. Yes. So fortunately, someone in the UK came across <laughs> and was like, who the fuck is wasting away on this girl? Yeah. Let's get her out there. Yeah. That's good, man. Yeah. Pretty cool. All right. So then they're, all right, so then they're like, all right, so was it something where they're like, do you have an idea for an album? Do you have this or that? Like, how did it, where they're like, if you want to do an album, do you have an idea? It was, I know you want to do pop music terribly. Sure. So it has to be pop and it has to be polished. And I immediately was like, well, it's going to be called Damn Feelings. I know that. Like, I knew the name. It just came out. Like, I just knew that was going to be the name of my first record. Um, and then I already had, like, the cover in mind. And that kind of helped everything along. I had the song Love and Lo-Fi, which is uh, my biggest song. Um, and hopefully it's getting put on some placements pretty soon here. But um, I knew that, and I, I just loved, bless you, I just loved the um, 80s. Sorry, everybody, that was Roscoe. He's sneezing, probably on his own hair. It's your fault. <laughs> He's so cute. 
Um, yeah, I loved the 80s stuff, and I just, I wanted to reference everything I possibly could on this record, because it was like my way to get all of the pop that's been inside of me out. Yeah. And now that that's out, I'm like ready to rage. Yeah, cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about damn feeling. So would you yeah. say that it's like a concept, like there's a, an overall theme? Is it a yeah. mixture? Yeah, it's, um, it just, it. Mo I mean, it deals with what most pop music deals with. It's a, it's like a falling in love, kind of falling out of it, everything gets destroyed, you're going to be okay. I kind of made it so that it was the ebbs and flows of what love is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like a like a full-blown relationship. Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, and, and it's when you, uh, I don't know, a lot, of, and maybe pop is harder to interpret, to, to be yeah. honest. I think sometimes because I think, like you said, that a lot of pop music is kind of like that. Yes. But then again, sometimes I come across a song and then I hear the artist describing what it's about. I'm like, Jesus, I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's almost like a like an abstract hidden meaning, or it's like you know, I just I this is what I think it is. Yeah. Take whatever you want from it. Yeah. So I wasn't sure, but it, it, I mean, it, you may not have even known, but it seemed like you actually did have your album pretty much in mind. Yeah. You're like, oh, I don't know. I don't really think I did. I just had the cover and I needed the name and the songs <laughs> and uh, where I wanted to play. Like, so you had it all kind of mapped out. You just didn't. You probably had the concert in your head a hundred times. Oh, a hundred times. Yeah? I'm sure. I'm oh, sure. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. So where where was it recorded? Uh, at Suma Recording. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's off of Rumen, uh, in the middle of the woods. And so I would hike every day before I'd come in. And then yeah, nine months, eight hours a day, four days a week, uh, with a producer named Michael Seifert. It was a crazy ride. Crazy ride. Is that brutal on your voice that many times? I mean, you... Or I guess maybe it would depend on the voice? Not really, actually. I, You know, you come in at the very end, you know, you might do some scratch vocals. I did a lot of those at home, because I do a lot of the Care Bear stuff at home. So, like, Sleepwalking, uh, the one that you really like. Yeah. I did that. I did those vocals. That was my first take um, at home, just trying it out. And we liked them so much, we kept them on the record. Like, it works, why it do it It just worked. Yeah, yeah, like, we tried it again, and we were like, why are we doing this? The feel... Because yeah. there were, like, kids across the street setting off fireworks, and it was, like, this dark, beautiful night. Yeah. And I was like, this is too perfect of a moment, and it just all kind of came out. But, uh, you know, most of the time it was spent on production. I mean, most of the time was spent on working through these songs. I mean, we had, like, sweep days, like, just, like, where you hit a button and it goes, like, whoosh, you know? Yeah. Like, these little things. So, no, it wasn't too hard on my voice. It was hard on my body it was hard on my brain i was exhausted all the time because i put e like every little thing you know i just yeah well and then you're also i mean aside from you're in the moment yeah but it's probably really hard to not think about three weeks five months two years down the road after this is done you're like uh what if it doesn't what if in my head the way it's turning out and then i listen to the end but maybe it doesn't turn out the way i want yes you know what i mean yes and there was so much extra thinking um, because my record got held up for quite a bit. And then we finally decided on who was going to mix it uh, because the mix engineer like fell through. And we decided on Josh Goodwin, who's an 11 Grammy Award winner. And so I had to... Just 11? <laughs> I right. had to wait. Slumming it. <laughs> it's oh, my manager's saying it's 12 now. But um, when we... I'm going to tag him in this so he knows... Tag him. You, you, Josh you took Goodwin. one away from him. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him. He's, he follows me. Um but uh, we had to wait because um, Justin Bieber was in with him working on a record. So, like, I had to wait even longer. You can't like, bump Bieber? I wish. Come on. I know. Come on, man. Come on. Get out of there. That's fine. I said, just listen to my record and then step away. You know, I'm messing around. <laughs> um, but it was really crazy to see, like, picture. I'm like, 
Bieber's still in there, you know, or I'd hear Bieber's name and be like, ah, Bieber, you know? <laughs> yeah. It took, so it took longer. So there was a lot of like well, dread you, and excitement. Did you, that's where you should have pulled out your, you guys know I beat out MC Hammer. <laughs> I mean, and they were like, oh, right away, ma'am. How many crossbows has Bieber made? They're like, do a leap, but yeah. get out of the way. We got to. Because he worked on that record, too. That's why we picked him. Yo, it's funny you bring up Dua, because that Dua Lipa is one that uh, my wife, I don't want to say my wife caught me listening to it one day, <laughs> but she did. That song, what is it? Uh, Levitating? Don't Start Now. Don't Start Now is great. I, man. Yeah, I know. That song comes on, and I tell everyone to shut up. Oh my god! Like no, guys, everyone, shut up for three and a half minutes. <laughs> Seriously, I don't really care what happens after that. I want to hear the beginning. I want to hear that kick. I'm, I want to hear the beat kick. Just everyone, shut up. <laughs> you know which one uh, is absolutely spectacular? If you get the chance, listen to Pretty Please. Okay. That one is my favorite on that record, and uh, they slow down the tempo right before the chorus, and it's just be- it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's glorious. It's glorious pop music. I've I really, recommend. I have, I've really gotten into some. Like, there's a lot of pop music that I didn't know who it was, but I just knew the song. Yeah. Like the, uh, 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 the Demi Lovato song, <laughs> Let Me Give Your Heart a Break. Oh, yeah. I knew and sang that shit for like a decade. <laughs> You're like, I didn't know I didn't who know it was. <laughs> and then my wife's like, I didn't know you like Demi Lovato. I'm like, I don't. She's like, that song you've been singing for the last week is Demi Lovato. I'm like, oh, I like Demi Lovato. <laughs> but yeah, I've been really, some, man, some, Pop music was never the one that I always like really gravitated to, and I still don't. But man, yeah. there are some, there's some bangers, really good ones out there now. Certified bangers, really, out there. really, really good ones. Yeah, yeah. And now one more good one. Boom. Uh, thanks. What's up? That <laughs> is. That's what I thought when I when when the the chorus to Falling kicks in. I was like, oh, that's the one right there. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> that's the, a really um, good one. The the guy who wrote that mostly with me. Um, he is the one I'm working on entirely 50-50 on my new records. Yeah. It's just me and him. Nice. And that's been killer. Like, that's just been, this has been like a dream come true. I feel like I get to say everything I want to say, be a little bit weirder. You know, I'm a, I'm a little dark. I like horror movies. I, obviously, you're sitting across from me covered in tattoos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got tattoos, but you got me beat. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting my hand done tomorrow. I'm so I excited. can't. I'm already, I don't know if I can go past my arms, honestly. Really? I'm just not tough enough. The knuckles. The knuckles were so brutal. They still oh, hurt. The inside. Yeah. This is the worst place. Yep. That you can't tell everyone, but my arms are up. Uh, <laughs> the inside biceps yep. are the worst. I got them. Oh, my God. And um, I actually have a really funny pickup line story about that. I was at a store, and this guy comes up to me. He's like, dang, you're tatted up. I said, yeah. He's like, all the way under your arm like that? And I said, yeah, I'm a tough cookie. He went... Mm, I like cookies. Are you, are you in your armpits? Yeah, here? I'm like I'm right to here. Okay, I've heard that's actually really bad. Yeah, yeah. And and as soon as someone tells like that's okay, I'm not going there. No, you know it's what? Fine. You know what hurt the worst? The ears. I'm never gonna find this don't, out. Like I just can't. Don't, don't find it. I gotta out. like my first. Like you don't my, have to. <laughs> yeah, when I was doing like the kind of like half sleeve on this side. Yeah. It was a long and it's Celtic, so it's like a lot. So I was in the chair for like a long time. Yeah, yeah. But this top part right here. It's not bad. No, it really isn't. That's easy. This is nothing. Easy. And I'm just like, God, this is nothing. <laughs> and then I came back to do the inside, and I was not tough. And I was very open about it too. That's good. Like my the the guy doing my tat his name is uh, name is uh, Josh over all tattoos. He's the only person oh. I've ever gone to. He's great and he's cool. We just sit there talking music, and he's a great guy. But I like I'm just like doing this, and I'm like <laughs> slowly moving off the chair. 
And he's like, do you want a break? I'm like, God, yes. <laughs> Jesus, I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> I, I will not do a break because then I'm like, I will, I'm not going to stop. But like, I just don't, I just, just make the pain like stop. You know what I mean? Like just Well, they have it. that, like the, uh, like, I mean, the, the advancements that are, are phenomenal. Yes. Like the numbing cream that they have. Yeah, I haven't done that yet. I haven't either. Be- well, because, and I guess talking to him, he's like, what happens a lot is, uh, I've had to stop two times because I was in the chair for so long that my skin starts to bubble up and yeah. oh, the, ink yes. th- the ink doesn't take. So Been we there. would have to stop. And uh, I'm like, well, the numbing cream doesn't stop that, does it? He goes, nah, it doesn't. It just no. helps the pain. But you would still have to stop sometimes. And then I was real dumb because I had this this big Celtic thing. He's like, you're going to have to do one session for at least the lining because uh, we can't do dupe- I can't go back over that again. Like, I got to yeah. get it right the first time. And I'm like, Oof. I feel like we should have talked about that before. <laughs> yeah. But we didn't, so here we are. So here's three hours of you jabbing me with a needle. You better have some really good music to play. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, my tattoo artist now is my very best friend. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. Yeah, she became a tattoo artist. She's a tattoo artist and bodybuilder. She's badass. Oh yeah. She's more covered than me, but we have the matching ones on the knuckles. And when we got them, like she got them first, and it was two a.m. in a hotel. And as soon as it starts, she's like, I'm going to pretend that it really hurts so that you feel better about yourself. <laughs> but she couldn't even pretend. Like, she went pale. Yeah. She was like, yep, all right, good luck. And I was like, shit, you know. I can't, man. I Yeah, I sometimes I see, like, my buddy uh, Ryan, he owns a Black Hat Barbershop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, great guy. He's Chronic, been on here right? twice. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, Ryan Hardwick. He's a great guy. Oh, yeah. Got a great band, Last Gasp. He's a really talented yeah. dude. But, you know, he owns Black Hat. That's where I go. And he's one of the nicest people you're ever going to meet. Yeah. But he, like, I mean. I mean, he is covered. Yeah. He's like, well, I got another tattoo coming up. I'm like, where? <laughs> like, where are you going to put it? One sec. Buddy, actually, just push that door open, or he's just going to sit up there and just get pissed. <laughs> Her manager's helping out. Roscoe's at the top of the stairs. Hey, man. He does that thing sometimes where he's, he just gets bored, and then, like, in 20 minutes, he's going to be at the door scratching because he like, wants to come back, back in, down. Please. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan came on. He's like, yeah, every time I do this, I go out and get a tattoo. I'm like, where are you getting one? <laughs> and because he's just like, I mean, he's he's pretty covered, like on his yes. head, everything. I mean, he's pretty covered, but he yeah. keeps finding spots. Good for him. Yeah, my uh, my best friend actually does work at Chronic, so that's funny that oh, make really? that connection. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have to, I was, because I'm trying to, I'm wanting to go back in because I wanted to get some stuff done for uh, for my son. Yeah. Not on my son, to be me. <laughs> Tribute. I'm not tattooing my baby. Just tattooing his face. Yeah. Yeah. Teardrop yeah. on my son's eye. Really set the tone at the playground. Some really awful <laughs> saying right above the eyebrow. Ice cold. Yeah. Like Something. right above. Yeah. Something that where parents are like, you're not playing with that kid. <laughs> Get that kid away from you. He's just like no regrets. Like across his forehead. He's already covering Post Malone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but my uh, my uh, my tattoo artist just had a baby, and I do not want to text him. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I'm like, eh, yeah. I don't want to text you. Not I don't yet. want to. I want to, but I don't. He's to. gonna be sleepy. I'm like, hey, because it's gonna be, it's gonna be such a, a half. It's gonna be such a bullshit. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm like, congratulations. Are you available? <laughs> you He's got time? like, is that why you texted me? I'm like, kinda. You got yeah. time? Yeah. <laughs> what are you working on right now? I mean, <laughs> got anything going on? I'll come to your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll just come to you. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, so. You are, I want to then kind of transition into the, the, the one, because I, I got a good feeling, and anyone, if Damn Feelings, it's available right now on yes. iTunes, you can find it anywhere, it's on iTunes, Spotify, it's really, really, and again, I'm not a pop music person, so to speak, yeah. but this was really good. Nice. It's why I originally kind of, I think uh, you were talking about Love on a, 
Love and lo-fi, yeah. Love and lo-fi. That's what I heard when I before I reached out to you. And I've done that a lot where I, I, you know, I hear one song. I'm like, there's no way that they wrote that and everything else sucks. <laughs> so that's why I reached out to you. And then this comes out. And I'm like, oh, that's this is great. <laughs> I really... Really encourage everyone to please check that out. It's it's really impressive, and it's a uh, the life's work of a Viking crossbow, <laughs> MC Hammer hater, you know, beater, whatever. Uh, you know, it's really impressive. But let's talk about. So you talk about like kind of like what you're working on now, and yeah. what, what what. First of all, like what is the difference between it? Like, would you Ooh. would you even call it pop? I will call it pop. Yeah. Um, because I think it's I think it is pop, but I just think it's pretty alt. Um. There's a lot of what I what happened after doing damn feelings. Uh, there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of like once you're you know actually in the music industry, it's your whole career. It's your whole life. There's nothing else. I don't have a normal you know forty hour a week job. Like this is everything. Once that happens, you have a lot of people telling you a lot of things. Like people tell me I'm too old. Um, yeah, uh, they say my age is an impediment. Um, like people in the industry. Um, people telling me somebody's going to make it before me, not because of their voice, but because uh, they're young and beautiful, things like that. I've heard a lot. And so this stuff just has this anger in it that I really needed to get out. Um, and it's also a lot of fun. It's just it's a lot more fun and it's a lot more me. There were a lot of people on the last one that kind of took it over. And I was I was so new to it that I was afraid to really I mean, I loved it. But there, I didn't have much of a say, mostly because of me. I was just like, oh, this is great. Like, yeah. this is good. But this one is, like, all me and one other person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so all the production. Like, I was told I couldn't produce. I'm producing. You know? I like all these things. Um, so the first single's coming out on August 25th. It's called BFM. It means bad for me. And um, I'm actually, I, I'm coming out with a coffee uh, blend with uh, oh, coffee uh, roast. Yeah, yeah, I saw Leco. that. That's awesome. <laughs> with Leco, thanks. And that's in honor of that. That comes out on Tuesday. But the song comes out August 25th, and I can't wait. I mean, I scream in it once. There's some heavy synth. You know, it's it's just a lot dirtier. You know, it's a lot August more. August 25th. No, I'm, I'm, I'll time the release of this that way. Yeah. Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I'd love to show it to you. It's really fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, really for sure, fun. For sure, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, it's just dark. It's really dark. Let's, let's unpack that dumb shit that was said to you. Because <laughs> yeah. in a way, they're right and they're wrong. Yes. Um, I, None of us can deny. I, You can... I mean, you have the right amount of money and every, and and, yeah. and and connections. You can turn damn near anyone into a pop star. Yes. Uh, the best example I can think of, and it's horrible. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember her name. Who did that Friday song that was on YouTube? Rachel. Rebecca Black. Rebecca Black. Rebecca it is the Black. dumbest fucking song so I have ever stupid. heard. Honestly, when I when my wife played me that song, I like my first reaction was this is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and then I was like. This is going to be everywhere. Oh, yeah. That song has like 900 million views. Actually, maybe even more. I've watched it a thousand times. Oh, yeah. It's so dumb. So dumb. I love but it. But that, but I mean, what we were talking about when that song's like someone's going to get because they're younger and whatever. Yeah. That was a young girl and they're like, hey, man, the song doesn't even have to be good. Nope. <laughs> now, where they're wrong is because I think there's always going to be a market for songs that people like. Yeah. In fact, I think it's, it's. <clears throat> may even be, I think, even growing. I mean, the the the, the pop, I don't know how old you are, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I'm yeah. 45. I've been through <clears throat> a 
God, I don't know, five different iterations of a pop wave. Yeah. You know, going all the way back to, you know, like uh, the the new edition, which isn't really fair because they're actually really good. And then like the new kids on the block, then the Backstreet Boys and then Sync, oh, yeah. then the One Direction. And then, I mean, it's just there's it comes in, in, in waves yeah. and that stuff. It's just that it's it's a it's like a it's just a seasonal industry really. It is because then everyone's just like Jesus Christ, why am I still listening to this? And Same then it transitions hit. like one of them, like one of those like uh, you could even say hair metal kind of turned into that. True. You know, hair metal was you know there's a a really funny story um, of uh, Janie Lane. He was the uh, the the lead singer of Warrant. Yeah. You know he and if anyone doesn't know, it's fine. Uh, but he had the song, uh, Warren had the song called Cherry Pie. It's right up there with Rebecca Black's Friday. It's a very processed, goofy, stupid song, but it was so wildly popular to put the band on the map and they got really, really popular. But he tells the story in one of these documentaries where he's in, you know, I don't know, whatever, the, this big record label in L.A. And there's a picture of him, the cherry pie thing behind the, the record exec's desk. He said he came back like six months later and there was a, uh, I think it was a, a Alice in Chains poster behind where his used to be. And he's wow. like, Ugh, I think we're done. Yeah. Because I think that kind of real poppy kind of process stuff then gets pushed out and people get tired of it. And then they, that took the place of then like, you know, kind of grunge where grunge is a more just musically driven type of music. And then you get more into like the Backstreet Boys and then the the Instinct uh, stuff. That pushed away for a lot more. New metal became popular. It just it it kind kind of comes and goes, and it's gonna keep happening. Oh yeah. Um, but then I think there's always gonna be a market for people that really like substance music. I guess if you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, I, I like to call it like it's classic. It's yeah. not. It's not. It doesn't go out that, of style. Exactly. It's, you know? it's a white T-shirt. Yes. It's, yeah. 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 It's it, there's good music that is written like singer songwriter never goes out of style. It no. it may get less play and yeah. it may get less attention like like mainstream attention but there's always people looking for yeah. that yeah. there always is i mean it's just and there's more and more of it now with social media it's kind of easier to find so i mean i, I don't know i i can argue both yeah. like whoever that ding dong was that said that to you <laughs> he was right and he was wrong at the same right. time right because he was what he was saying was you know there is no market for you which is not true yeah so yeah. which is why he's you know talking about and not making music correct, yeah. <laughs> correct. so sorry sidetrack no. i don't remember what that see this is no, the add just... podcast thing i already <laughs> forgot what my original question was uh it was just about the the new stuff and yeah the it's just it's just it's fierce it's just way more me yeah i'm having a good time i just uh before before this i was doing um vocal recording for the new record and the um the name of it which i haven't even dropped yet but i would love to do on your show is um Mess of a Woman. It was based off of a hate comment I received uh, where someone said, uh, what a voice, what a tattooed mess of a woman. Because everyone hates on my tattoos on the internet. Like, they're like, could you have more? You know what I mean? Like, it's Am a whole I wrong? Thing. I almost took that as a compliment. So I, I kind of, well, you should have seen the emojis, but. Oh, never mind. But. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I. Middle finger emoji. It was one of, it was one of these, like. You know, like the confused like face and like the, you know, grossed out face. But uh, I took it as a compliment because I like being a little bit of a mess. I don't think I would be as fun without that. So I thought Mess of a Woman was just such a fun thing. I was like, you have no idea what That's you just did for me. That's a great name. Thanks. And I did. Thanks. If I didn't see the emojis. But I was like, oh, what a nice thing to say. I, at least he, com <laughs> I, you know, he didn't say I was a bad singer. Well, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. He said, what a voice. 
I'm also very, as I age, I get very selective with, you know, what I hear. Yeah, of Like, course. I'll find a compliment and a fuck you if I can. Yeah. Like, I, I'm like, oh, thank you. Yeah. And I was like, I, I didn't. You didn't hear what I said. I'm like, I think I did. I heard. I heard what I needed. I to heard hear. what I needed to hear. And thank you, sir. <laughs> thank Let's you. stay in touch. You changed my life. Thanks. <laughs> what a mess of a woman. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, when I first heard, yeah. it was almost like uh, like an, an artistic observation. Yeah. Like if someone's like, man, you are just a a chaotic mess of a artist. I'm like, I'm oh my like, god, thank you so much. Yeah. Like little halo. You finally get me. <laughs> yeah. Little halo appears over my head. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Thanks. Because you're taking, you know, it's 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 again, it's the 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 life and the art almost, you know, it comes from somewhere. Yeah, you know? it's helped me considerably. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for you. I really Thanks. am. That's really cool. I like, and I could tell just by the way you talk about it too. Like it's everything. You're, yeah, yeah, you're you're into it. You know, <laughs> yeah. you're not like. I really hope everyone likes this. I really hope no. I'm not, you're just like, I just want I this. hope the right people find it. I just hope, I just, I want to be into what I do. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Good for you. Thanks. I appreciate that. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to ask how old you are because I don't think it really matters. <laughs> well, I'm 36. So oh, son of yeah. a bitch. Yeah. I'll edit that out. Yeah. 80, 80, <laughs> I'm 80, 36? I'm 87. I would die to be 36 right now. Well, I'm just sitting here and my left foot hurts. I don't know why. Them- a lot of them told a lot of them told me that when I was like 33. Like the 33s too. Yeah, old? like 30 they were like she looks about 30, 31. Like that's that's not going to work. <laughs> I'm like, "But wait, I mean, some people that are really massive right now are 35. Like it just doesn't and I'm not I don't know. It's just the whole thing." Taylor Swift's like 35. Ta- no, uh, I I thought she was like Liz- I still think she's 17. I think Lizzo's getting canceled, but she's 35. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't care. We'll talk about it. The, uh, <laughs> the yeah, that was a wild one, uh-huh. man. That was you know that's a unexpected, very for me. unexpected. And it's I, you know, and nowadays to to be fair, I take a lot of these things with like a grant. Like I don't know. Yeah, you, you can, know, it's an allegation. They're allegations. I can go on social media right now and I can say Ryan Reynolds made a pass at me. <laughs> I'm not saying he did. I'm not saying he didn't. <laughs> I'm not saying he wouldn't. But I mean, like, it's it just because, you know, people can just run with that. And because Lizzo yeah. is a big name and a big star, I mean, people, no one's going to be like, we should look in to make sure that that's true. Like, fuck that. Put it out there. <laughs> yeah. And that thing just got legs and ran. I mean, so many legs. But a lot of people then came out and was like, yeah, that shit. Even happened. more people are coming. <sighs> even more people came out today. Like, that's it's so been sad. A- I know. Depresses me. What's also sad, too, because some of the things that I've heard, mm-hmm. it legitimately goes against, like, Basically, her value, her supposed like values. the the body positivity, yes. everyone's beautiful thing. Like she's just telling everyone you're overweight and <laughs> you're a piece of shit. Like, well, that's yeah, kind of contradictory. I feel like that's kind of ironic. And then all the weird stuff. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, I stopped reading after a while. Yeah, I was like now I it doesn't. Once really I got matter. to the red light district, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's why. I'm good. That's why company happy hours just go to like bars. Yep. Yeah, just go, go to a to, bar. Yeah, they don't go to bottle Amsterdam. Sur- get bottle service. <laughs> get bottle service. We can't know? even do that. Yeah. Because everyone gets too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a wild one. That, I know. And that's that's in the last like week. In the last week. That's ugh. bombshell. I always thought I always have these like conspiracy theories, like in terms of like like we're watch like watching one like uh oh god what's that guy's name. It's country. Uh, Jason Aldean. Oh, yeah. Th- that just came out. Because someone, um, obviously, that in the last like three weeks has become a thing. That song came out in May. Yeah. 
I found out. I'm like, why did someone just circle back just to now. look for something? Yeah. And I'm not saying that it's not. I'm still not listening. It's, I'm never gonna. I don't I'm never gonna give listen a to that shit. song. Music sounds dumb. I agree. But I, I'm like, that's <laughs> like, why? Why has this been out for like three months that we just got around to getting pissed? <laughs> I know. It's a very weird thing, and that sometimes happened. I wonder if it's just PR. I do too, because that dude number one on the charts right now. Yep. And how did it happen? Everyone's listening to that song because. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? It's the 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 parental advi- the parental advisory effect from like when I was a kid. One hundred percent. They're just like we're gonna slap these stickers, and the, what that did when they slapped those stickers, CD sales skyrocketed. Yup. Everyone's like, it's bad. I'll take two. <laughs> I want to be a rebel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone that, that and it had the exact opposite effect of what they thought it was. They're like, we're gonna save the children. It really fucked up the children because we <laughs> found all of it. <laughs> Yes, yeah, I don't did. know. I've always had these these thoughts that these things just come up at these times, and all of a sudden, some guy who I didn't know who Jason Aldean was, I still technically don't. Yeah, same. Um, now, all of a sudden, he has, like, the number one song in the country. Because everyone's just like, you don't like it? Cool, now I like it. Yep. And you can't tell me there's not a bunch... Bullshit, there's not a bunch of closeted Jason Aldean fans out there. I don't <laughs> buy that shit for a minute. Everyone's just like, who doesn't like it? I like it I now. like it. And all of yeah. a sudden, he's, you know... He's running for governor in whatever dumb state he's from, it's Arkansas. Insane. It's so, it's so weird. <laughs> the world's so insane. And then the other, and then like with her, I don't know, maybe Lizzo had an album coming out and they were like, let's do some promo and Seriously. it backfired. I don't know. Seriously. That's, that's, I legit think these things. I do too. I do too. I just like, oh, hmm, yeah. what are you going to do for mess of a woman? What can we do? Oh man. Can we tell everyone you regretted all your tattoos? It will throw <laughs> everyone off. That's true. Start that rumor. My best friend leaves me. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> I would just fly under the radar and just do the music thing. Yeah. Just it's a, just too risky. I'm, I'm, I'm very nice. I'll, I'll be curious to see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I said that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. What about music? So what, what are you listening to now? Ooh, I'm listening to a lot of uh, Muna. They're really, really good. They are a pop group. Um, they produce themselves three women. Super cool. Um, oh, they'll never make it. <laughs> they're uh, touring with Taylor Swift right now. Are they now. in their 30s? <laughs> they'll never make I it. I think they are, but I don't want to oh, say that. Oh, no, no, Don't quote don't... Here, send that to that guy. Send it to that like, guy. These, these three seem to be doing okay, and there's three of them. <laughs> all in their 30s. You're a, you're a parent retirement age for music. <laughs> um, I'm really into Sunlux. They're really cool. I'm trying to think of who else right now that's blowing my mind. I mean. This is the best part about talking to musicians, too, yeah. is that you guys are in tune with things that oh, most yeah. of us don't know. We're obsessed. We're yeah. obsessed. No, that, that's yeah. a good, that's, you, 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 either you're exposed to it or you purposely expose yourself to more things. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the musicians, musician band. Yeah. You know, like, what do musicians listen to? Not what's popular. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm uh, Begonia. I don't know if you've heard of her. She's she's still like young in the game, but she grew up in gospel. Her voice is absolutely insane. I mean, it's just I was like, I quit. Like, I'm good. You know what I mean? After yeah. hearing her voice, you really like, yeah. hear somebody and you're just like, oh god. Yeah. I hope I've, I go on first. <laughs> yeah. They've def- it's definitely helped me a lot though too because I I could have given up after hearing a voice like that, but instead I was like, how do I how do I get better? Like how do I push myself to do more like that you know well like yeah i mean there's i mean you think about some of the best voices like of all time yeah or think about like uh uh jimmy hendrix used to say that billy gibbons was his favorite guitar player mm, yeah can you imagine being can you imagine hearing that and you're like 
fuck, what? <laughs> like, I, I'd like, be I'm terrified sorry. to write anything else ever again. Yeah. I'm like, I, what if Jimmy doesn't like it? <laughs> <laughs> what if Jimmy doesn't like it? Can you imagine? That? That's no, terrifying, it man. Is. It is. I'd be just, oh, God. I know, yeah. I'd be like, oh, that's the last guitar riff I ever write. <laughs> just put down the guitar yeah. forever, yeah. But yeah, like to you know, to you, you you come across. I mean, who do you think like some some of the best? Like I have a couple Ooh. in mind, singers. A lot of them are kind of preference, but also some of them are unique. Like I always thought Chris Cornell was unbelievable. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know he. I saw him live actually at Lakewood High School. Oh, he came cool. and did this small show, probably ten, not even ten years, no, eight nine years ago. Oh wow, okay. I was like in the third. It was like a three hundred seat theater, and like in the third row. Dude played for like two hours. He did Soundgarden, Audio Slave. He did covers. The Yay. first time I saw him do, heard, see him, heard him do Billie Jean. Wow. I mean, it's oh my god, it was amazing. But that dude for sure. Yeah. I was really like Tina Turner too. Oh, she's she was great. She yeah. was like insane. That song, uh, that song from the Mad Max soundtrack. Uh, <laughs> we don't need another hero. Man, insane. that's another one. That's like the song, the another song. When that comes on, everyone's got to shut up. Yeah, yeah. I got to get through that song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously Whitney Houston, huge, yeah. huge, um, really though, truly Jeff Buckley is yeah. just, I mean, I'm sure everybody says it, but you really can't go wrong. There's a guy who sounds, um, quite like him right now named Tamino and I'm telling you, you got to check him out cause he's super cool. Um, he's like, I forget where he's from. I don't want to unquote, but it's like, it's crazy. It's a crazy story. Um, and then I would probably say, I don't know. Um, Yabba, I don't know if you've heard of Yabba. No. Outstanding voice. And then Peter Collins, who's another one who has sang with Yabba. But just it, like, comes from a different place. It's not. Yeah. It's, like, it's so natural that it's unnatural. You know? It's just that. It's beautiful. It's insane. The uh, the Jeff Buckley one is the, that's it, it's kind of the, the, the most, I mean, I think the best way to put it is, like, the most haunting example. Yes. Because everyone obviously knows the song Hallelujah, the, yeah. the, the rendition he did of it. And it's, you know, it's like, it's almost like a ghost singing. It's very, yeah. it's something that is not, not hard to listen to, but it's just different. Yeah. It's very special. Yeah. Very, very special. special. Yeah. Yeah. Especially then you know about his life and his death. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. It's like a really good bottle of something, like a really good bottle of scotch. You yeah. Know, like you wait for the perfect moment. To yeah. crack it open. That's what I feel like when I listen to Jeff Buckley. I have yeah. to wait for the right moment because I really want to give him the time and yeah, the space. You're gonna have to send me all these when you're when, when oh, we're I'm done. Oh, no problem doing that. Because, no, I do. I love that. You know, cool. I do. I love that. And like I've come across some so many great ones in Cleveland. It's you know, like Cleveland has a a, a very well deserved reputation for its food and beer and drink because yeah. it's great. It really does. But there's a lot of musicians in this town that are fantastic. You're not kidding. I mean. Some where I'm just like, how do more people not know about yeah. you? Uh, it's just like I, we mentioned Taylor earlier. I think she's Taylor's great. amazing she's and great. so funny. She sat here and just bullshit. She's just such a fun girl. She is. She's, she's awesome. Just, she's just uh, uh, she's completely just hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Karen Spear came on. I don't know if you know who she is. Karen. She's very. Hers was very. She played a song here. Oh, cool. And it was. Uh, it still is in my head, but wow. it remind it reminded me of like a Buckley vibe. Oh. It was very mellow, very almost mellow, dramatic. Yeah, uh, the, it was just beautiful. Uh, th- there's just so many scuff mixing. Yeah, uh, you know he's doing a live show with me in like two weeks. Oh, cool. Uh, he's uh, he was one. I was like, ah, you're 
this is really impressive what you have. And yeah. then Free Black from Akron. Oh, Free Black's great. They're Free the, Black's great. They're, uh, they might be my one where I'm like, I really don't understand how everyone doesn't know about you guys. <laughs> those guys, Flacco and, and Holbrook came here. We just sat here for like two and a half hours and just talked shit. They, those guys are great. But yeah, there's just so many. Dude, have you heard of, um, I'm working with these guys a lot, Hello3D? I know the name. Okay, yeah, they're like a cumbia band. Super cool. The drummer is on tour right now playing drums for Sublime. Um, and he played with Lady Gaga. And I just got to do a song with him and uh, their guitar player. And um, they're just, I mean, if you just want to go, so, like, I couldn't help myself the first time I heard them but dance. Like, I never dance at shows. Like, I'm not an arm crosser by any means, but I definitely don't dance. But they just, they make you. Like, you just have yeah. to do it. You have to do it. There's like no that, control uh, over your body. There's no control. They're like that sly and family so dance to the music. Yeah. Who who can sit down when that comes on? Exactly. Like. And that's what it was like. I was like, I'm salsa dancing with like an old friend right now at at, a, at the grog shop. Like, when has this ever happened in my life? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 That's, Super cool. Yeah, it's, that, I don't know. That's the, the cool thing about like that. And that's the cool thing I think about Cleveland's got a lot of different types of music and different types of artists. Man. Yeah. There's and people really, have really no ones. idea how many like bigger people actually live here, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did a, I did a thing with uh, the, the drummer that I just told you about, Joe Tomino and um, Jake Fader. We did a song together called Raspberry. It was recorded to tape at Peppermint Studios. It's like this, like, time capsule 1970s studio. And we did it with some of the horn players from Morning of Black Star. Uh, Wesley Bright was my backup vocalist. I don't know if you know him, but he's amazing. Um, and... Um, it was, we were like recording to tape and we get in and someone comes up to me and they're like, just so you know, one of the guys from the war on drugs is helping with this session. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, he, he like lives around here. He, like his mom follows me now. It's, but it's just like, you don't expect those things, but they're every, they're everywhere, you know? Like our, our friends, the drummer in Reliant K, he, I'm going to see him tonight. You know, you don't expect these people to live here, but they do. And like. They're amazing. I just know? can't believe you mentioned the war on drugs. <laughs> I really, I really, thinking of a place is one of my favorite songs of oh, all time. So good. And so and, good. and legitimately, I go into shit like that not wanting to like it. I see a <laughs> nine minute song, I'm like, I don't have that kind I don't of have time. The time. Yeah, yeah. That that song is beautiful. It's so gorgeous. It, it was is like such a good song. It was so funny too because he was like, they were like, yeah, he's he really wants to be here to help uh, help with the session, and then he's got to leave. Because he's going to go to the Grammys tomorrow. You know, it was like just the funniest, just the funniest thing to like, hear. Uh, just like just a sentence. You're like, yeah, that, people don't say cool. shit like that to me. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I got to get the Chipotle. And now I got to sing live <laughs> yes. for like at three hours with this guy in the other room listening to me. You know? Do you? I mean, it sounds like you do. And I think it's fine. Do you kind of like geek out a little bit when you come across some of these people? Uh, I try not to. Hey, we all try not yeah. to. I've said some dumb shit to people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um. Yeah, I actually like with the with the drummer, that was the hardest for me. I was geeking out because he wanted to work with me and he worked with Lady Gaga for so long. Yeah. And um we had a, a really funny conversation about like I asked him what it was like working with Gaga, you know, and um he just told a really great story and it took me so long to ask him what it was like because I didn't want to be that person, you know, like what's it like working with this person? What was it like working with Blondie? What was it like do you know what I mean? Like yeah. and he's so chill. That like he would literally, the um, the last time I worked with him, he was like, yeah, I got a gig coming up, and like he walked out, and then my friend's like, it's playing for Sublime, like it's playing in Sublime's band, like yeah. as their drummer. 
And he was just talking about like, yeah, I got a gig on Friday, you know? Yeah. So like playing with some friends. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I try to keep it as chill as possible and not really bother too much. But if their music has changed my life, I'm going to tell them. You know? Yeah, I wouldn't be able to. I don't I, think that I, hurts I, to say. I don't think that oh. ever hurts to say. I don't think one artist is like, screw you after you say something like that, you know? Oh, I, I don't. I, I agree. I just, I think that I just, I think I would struggle with it. Yeah. If I came across somebody I was a really, really big fan of, I, I as much as I want to be like, I want to be calm, collective, maybe yeah. try to get a picture. No, I'm not. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like a ten year old, you know. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna just kind of geek out a little bit, and if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, at least we got a story that I couldn't hold it together in front of this other adult. <laughs> I tend to be. I notice I tend to. I tend to be quieter around them, like just, just more quiet. But I do. If I know I'm gonna see them, you best believe I'm dressing the nines. Like I'm not, you know. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, I worked with um, a guy, Niles McKinney. He played uh, with the OJs and the Temptations and played on Blood on the Dance Floor with Michael Jackson. He's on my Damn Feelings record. He, like, came in. And I was so nervous. Like, you know, he's an older guy. Yeah. He was chill. Just drank a six, you know, a sixer. Especially those older guys, too, because they've, like... They've done stuff. They've done, like, they've just seen shit. Yeah. You know? And when he was like, she's got a voice, I was like, in my mind, like, almost tearing up, like, Grr. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was just. And like, you're trying to be like, well, I appreciate it. Thank you. And in your mind, you're like, motherfucker. Exactly. Like, I was like, I went home, like, oh my God. Yeah. But I was just like, thank you so much. You know, like, yeah. afterward, like, internally, I'm like freaking out. Yeah. So, what about like collaborate? So, when you're trying to collaborate and maybe just do a song with somebody, yeah. is there ever. A time where you're like, it's not that I don't want to work with you. I just don't think it'll, we're just too different. Or, it, it, or is it just something? Because I, I feel like a lot of musicians are very, at least all the ones I've come across, are, are very much of the mentality of there's room for all of us. There is. There the ones is. in Cleveland in particular, none of them are just like, they're just like, let's do a show together. Let's do a song yeah. together. They're very, very, very collaborative minded. Yes. But sometimes doesn't it kind of feel like maybe it won't... And I'm wrong for sure, uh, because I mean I've listened to bands where I'm like I can't believe this worked out, but they're just so <laughs> talented. I mean, because yeah. you you have to maybe kind of give a little and give a little at the you same do. time. Yeah, you do, and you know sometimes you just know if it's not gonna work. Like, yeah. it, but I haven't. I honestly haven't had that happen too often. Normally, I get like just in it. There's just I love making space and room for the other person and their talents and their abilities, and I think. They and if they do the same for me, then we flourish no matter what. Yeah. Like that's that's a big thing. Um, because I literally went from working with someone who we worked together very very well. We had the same mindset. Now I'm working with someone else. I thought that would never happen again. Yeah. Working with someone now, same mindset, killing it, loving everything we're doing. So it, that hasn't happened very often. I think if you create the space and you listen intently, you're gonna be all right. And sometimes you just know. It's like it's like going on a date with somebody that you know is against everything that you love, you're not going to be like, yeah, you want to hang out again? You know, you just kind of <laughs> like, it's kind of, you know, you're just like, all right, well, that was cool. I learned something today, yeah. but I don't think we're going to do this again. They open it up really like, God, yeah. puppies suck, right? Yeah. Like, you hate puppies too. Yeah, you don't like, like puppies. Holy shit, you came out swinging. They no, should... I love puppies. Don't rest This isn't going to work out. Let's just finish our drinks. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> all right, well, at least I got a cocktail out of it, yeah. What do you think about like the Cleveland, like the Cleveland music scene, like how it's just kind of developed since you started, or like, Man. what do you see? What, what do you see from it? Ebbing and flowing. A lot of um, people trying to keep things tight to their chest. I see that quite a bit. If something's special, um, it's only special until other people realize it's special. 
I've noticed it's kind of like one of those you've probably never heard of them before kind of things where I feel like because we live in this this city in particular, I think it's harder to to give. I don't know how to explain it. It's like I think I know what you're do you saying. You know what I'm saying? In that question or that comment when someone says it's probably it's the one comment I want to lie about every single yeah. time. Yeah, me too. You probably never heard of them. Like, fuck, there's no way I've heard of this person. <laughs> I really hope I have <laughs> say Leonard Skinner. <laughs> I had I had a really funny thing like that happen to me and I I think it's a it's it just made me realize like I shouldn't try to be cool. It was like I was at a I was at a record store in Denver. I was cutting a record. The record store in Denver and I walked in and the guy's like, Can I help you with anything? And I was like you probably don't have this. Oh. I literally, you probably don't have this, but I'm looking for a record by Francois Hardy. It's like this 60s pop singer that I love. And he was like, Oh, you didn't see our Francois Hardy section? Like, and I was just like, Fuck, I'm never doing that again. You know, like that, like I thought it was so cool. And that's when I stopped doing shit like that. And it really changed my life quite a bit because I realized I was, I was doing the thing where I was keeping these things so tight and thinking it was like so cool when instead like sharing is so much cooler and like yeah. you connect through sharing well just next time you want to do that go the exact opposite yeah 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 just I'm walk sure in you like have you probably it. never heard of this but uh <laughs> nickelback <laughs> creed <laughs> and yeah. the guy's like actually yeah we threw all that shit out <laughs> it's <laughs> gone <laughs> it's creed, gone yeah. there's a two dollar 99 cent one i think in the back yeah <laughs> yeah they're the uh, ba- the bath mats in the bathroom <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> People use it to no, wipe their I hands. Get that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. Everybody does. It's yeah. a communal My thing. own prison is worn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, I, I I get that. I do. I re- I get that feeling a lot. Yeah. I get that feeling on the I and I, this still happens to me even now. I think I just care less about it. Yeah. But I still do care about it. Of course. When someone was just like, Well, it's this movie, it's uh you probably never heard of it. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm already out of this conversation. I just go, no, I haven't. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm no, fine I with haven't. That. Do you want to tell, just me, tell about me about it? You idiot. Yeah, tell me, tell me about it, and maybe then I'll maybe watch I'll watch it. it. We'll talk about <laughs> yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> or you just want to, you just want to have this conversation by yourself for you the rest of your better. life. <laughs> yeah, you just want to feel better. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have weird ones that I think people don't know about, and I like yeah. a lot of real popular stuff too. Yeah, same. I, I just, yeah, that, that's the one thing about this. I mean, I'm sure it's everywhere. Like, I'm just, I'm from here, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, uh, like, well, I if we kind of just talked about one. I mentioned the foot fist way. Yeah. Like, because a lot of people don't know about know that, it. but everyone knows who Danny McBride is. Of course. Uh, especially over the last couple of years with, you know, the Righteous Gemstones and... Uh, so good. Oh, it's so funny. It's so funny. And Eastbound and Down. We just finished season three of the Righteous so Gemstones. Oh, so good. That, and it's just got everybody in that show that I just love, because yeah. I do, I love Adam, uh, uh, Adam uh, Divine. Yes. Um, yeah. He had the... It's got to be one of the funniest tweets of all time. When uh, the guy from uh, uh, Maroon 5, Adam Levine, I yes. think is his name. Yes. When he's been getting caught left and right, you know, with all these different women, he sent out this tweet. He was just like, just so everyone knows, my wife and I are working. Th- something to the point where it's like, we're getting through it. Because I think people were mistaking those two together. He's like, something along the lines of, we're doing fine. That's amazing. I am Adam Devine, not Adam Levine. <laughs> incredible <laughs> it's a it was an amazing but he's in that and he's wow. hilarious yeah um you know john goodman who i've obviously oh. known you know since i was like 12 yeah watching him in movies and shows man i mean that guy goes way way so way good. back that's really really funny so good what uh is there anyone that you want to collab with 
like like yeah. dream collaborate, whether it be local like or not. In, oh, for for local, I want to collab with um, I want to collab with Jack Harris, and I would love to collab with Kyle Kidd. We've talked about it in the past. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we were going to do this really amazing thing, and it just never came together. Called uh, Altos at Night, um, and we were gonna sing together, and I was really looking forward to that, but. It just things were crazy at the time, um, but maybe someday I would love to do that. And outside of here, I really, really want to work with a producer named Ian Kirkpatrick. He worked on your favorite Dua Lipa songs, so Did he? that's like that's Tell like him my. I said hi. I'll, I'll let him know if <laughs> I ever get I to said talk well to done. him. He's like he's like the who would you bring to a desert island? I always say Ian Kirkpatrick with his recording gear, <laughs> with, so I and don't, his plugins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm gonna die. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die, die making great music. With this guy. Yeah, with Ian Kirkpatrick. Yeah, <laughs> he just seems so cool and down to earth and just really fun to work with. And I think it would be cool. There's no ego there, so it's like if something needs to get pitched, you pitch it. You know, it's. I mean, musicians obviously know who like who producers and like people like that are, but I've come across a couple recently, and their names already escape me. But their names are attached to things that I can't even I'm like how did you find time to do all of these <laughs> like they're just attached to yeah. all these different I mean a well known one is like is like Rick Rubin I of mean that, that guy and that's I think one that I, mainly because like obviously like the Chili Peppers and uh, uh, you know just everything in terms of that but I mean it's the amount of like things that that guy has touched at some time that you all know it's wild and then there's these other less known ones that have written all these songs you're just like how you're just like a factory of hits. I know, I know. And you have like three thousand followers on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, but no one <laughs> yeah, no one knows. But if like and then people are just like, Did you sing that shit? I don't care. <laughs> I know, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. You think about like all the we're we're kind of circling back to like the uh the poppy kind of like boy band stuff. Yeah. I mean, those dudes don't write any of those songs. <laughs> no. Someone just cranks out the catchiest shit you've ever heard over and over again. Yeah. Then takes like a nine year break and then comes back and does it again does with it. another group of five dudes. Yeah. It's the wildest gig. I know. There was that thing with Ryan Tedder. I think he wrote Halo by Beyonce and also wrote this Kelly Clarkson song. And, uh, you know, people were giving him shit because they sounded similar. And he was mm. like, that it sold, didn't it? Like yeah. they, they you bought sold. both. Yeah. Didn't you? Shut up. Yeah, I'm not that cool. I'm more. I'm more internal than that. Like where I'm not really thinking about. What's the? I, I've I've come across like some really really weird ones that I'd never put together. Like I think uh, Lenny Kravitz wrote Madonna's "Justified My Love." Something like that, which it's is something crazy, really weird. Which is crazy, and uh, like I don't know, and and no one realizes how many songs Prince wrote, and like. Babyface, yeah. Babyface, oh, Babyface baby is the reason boys and men are around. Babyface, you know, that was I one of the he, first records I ever bought. That dude, yeah. that dude had some. He had some songs too, like songs that he wrote yes. and sang. But I was like, oh, he's pretty cool. He's pretty cool. And then I was like, whoa. Yeah. This is just like a side gig for him. What he yeah. does is make other people super rich and famous. Writing with Tony Braxton and stuff. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. man. Love oh. Tony Braxton. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> If you yeah. can't tell by the low, the lower yeah. register. <laughs> yeah, that's. I don't know. I, I found a bunch of like like artists just kind of swapping and giving each other songs. Yeah, and there's some really, really, really strange, weird ones, and I'm like, I had no idea that I happened. Know. I want more of that in my life. I want to write with other people and write for other people as well. Just because I have too much inside of me, I can't use yeah. it all for myself. I can't. Well, do you ever, as a as a writer and a singer, do you yeah. ever come across one or maybe come across an idea and you're like. Oh, probably not you, yeah. but, but yes. like where it's, you're like, I don't think it works for my voice. Oh yeah. Or like, or, I just don't think it works for me. 
or it would work better with someone else else. who had like a different type of like vibe, whatever it might be. Yeah. Oh yeah. A lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, any folk song, I I write folk songs on guitar. So like those, I'm like, what am I going to do with those? Sometimes you can turn them into pop music, but do I want to, if they are already good the way they are? Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe they are for somebody else, you know? So yeah. What about covers? Covers. I, I love covers and I hate cover bands. I yeah. I yeah. I just I just do. <laughs> and I don't have a real reason why, but if I walk into a bar and there's a cover band, I'm like, let's leave. Yeah. Yes. I don't care. We'll go to Olive Garden. We'll yeah. go anywhere else. I don't want to listen to this shit. Yeah. I don't want to listen to these guys play songs that I love. <laughs> I know. I just don't. But I then know. sometimes when like a cool band does a cool cover, even one that like does a cover of a song that I'm not even that into. Yeah. But for some reason like they reinterpret. I love those. I think it helps. I think sometimes like I was really against doing covers when I first started doing this. And then I was like, but that's sometimes that is the way people connect to you and your voice yeah. and your sound is if you cover something in your own way because then they're familiar with the other thing, which then makes them want to be familiar with you. If yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So like um, I for my last couple shows, I have started out with a cover, which is I don't know if you've seen. I'm no, I don't know if you've heard of it. I'm kidding. I don't know if you've Obviously seen. Obviously, uh, I have. Scott Pilgrim. You know that oh, movie? Yeah, the yeah, movie? Yeah. Yeah. So um I cover great songs in that that yep. is a great song soundtrack. I cover Black Sheep. I cover the the main song by the the band. Like um what are they called? The Clash at Demon Head. Is that what they're called? Okay. The yeah. Clash at Demon Head, that's like his ex girlfriend's band. The song that she comes out to. That's that's the one that we well cover. Done. Yeah. We come out like with a rock song and then we're like, all right, here comes the When pop I music. got done wa- I, as I was watching that movie, I was going like, Are these real songs? These are good songs. They're great. Yeah, the um they based uh they based that band off of a band called Metric, okay. which is one of my favorite bands. I have a tattoo on my arm. And I had that before I, I saw Scott Pilgrim and um, I did not even connect that until after. And yeah. then when I found out, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense because I love it. I yeah. absolutely love it. That's a great movie and that's a great soundtrack. Great, yeah. There's I love a, it. That's a weird, especially when you think about it now, like how that's, like, uh, Chris Evans from the Avengers movies is in that he's movie. He's in it, yeah. He's in he's that skate, movie. He's like a skateboarding yeah. actor. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> he's great. He's in that movie. It's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. Um. What about oh shit? What was I just gonna ask you? Because I, now I'm just thinking about Chris Evans. So <laughs> I mean, I get contend it. Contend with get that it. later. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it. He's young and beautiful. What can yeah, I say? I'm not yeah. gonna. No, okay. he's like in his 30s. He's almost done. <laughs> uh, but um, I be well. I be well. Some of the uh, uh, in terms of cover. So, what are some of the ones you do outside of that? Ooh, um, I haven't done many. I want to do really, really badly. I want to do Prince. I would die for you. Mm. That's a big one because of some of the music, like. My song Alone on the Record, that was a huge reference for that song. Like, I listened to that song so much. Um, He's got a lot of songs, too. Obviously, Prince is one of the best of all time. Yes, But he has songs that has really translated into other types of, like Foo Fighters does Darling Nikki. Yep. Uh, I mean, everyone's, I think, covered, you know, uh, When Doves Cry. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There's so many of those. Oh, yeah. But I mean, uh, like Depeche Mode's another one. Yeah, that they have a lot that that people just cover because you can turn that into Depeche Mode. I was like in a car seat singing their music. Like they're uh, coming yeah. in November. Are they? They're coming in November. That's I've cool. been saving since April. Dang. Depeche Mode is one that's been on my bucket list because they don't really ever come here all that often. Yeah. And my wife was gonna surprise me, and I was like, I'm way ahead. I'm let's. I'm ready. <laughs> my one buddy. 
like three months ago, my one buddy's like, Depeche Mode's coming. We should go because I know you want to go. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. And my wife's like, I was going to surprise him, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but literally, but I don't know how much the tickets are going to be. I've literally been saving since April. Worth it. It's going to be like worth Just like $20 it. every paycheck. I'm like... I am, and I'm not a big advocate of dropping like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. But for Depeche Mode, I do it, man. That's why I'm like, I, that's why I'm like, I'm not gonna like take a third of like a paycheck or something right, like that. Right, right, right. I got to start saving, and then I'm like, if I save eighty, hundred bucks a month, I'll have six, seven hundred dollars by the time November gets here. Yeah. And if I have to pull the trigger, I'll pull the trigger. But I will. There are very few that I would do this, and Depeche Mode is one. I will. I mean, yeah. I will drop a couple hundred per ticket to go see them. I think that makes perfect sense. I think I'm really excited. Sense. I just, now I just want to talk about Depeche Mode. I, I mean, yeah, let's talk about Depeche Mode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I played a fest with New Order, and that was really cool because I got to see New Order right mm. up front in like the photography uh, booth. I was standing up there just dancing. Some of the other bands I played with, it was so cool. New Order is great too. But New Depeche Mode, like... Um, was that, oh God, it's raining. That song, like me little, like singing, and I haven't felt so alive in years. I'm like probably four or five, like screaming it at the top of my lungs. You know? Well, and Depeche Mode is a band. Everyone knows Depeche Mode, whether they know them or not. Yeah. Everyone knows two Depeche, po- Depeche you better. Mode songs. You, better. you just don't know that you know them. Exactly. They'll go, oh yeah, once the chorus is, oh, that oh song? yeah. Oh, that's Depeche Mode. Yep. I'm like, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Now, Incredible. listen to all of their songs because they're all amazing. Yeah. That's funny you bring up New Order, too, because, yeah. like, their, their story's so just an amazing story. Yeah. You know, when you think about kind of how that, how they arrived at where they arrived, going all the way back, you know, decades. It's crazy. It's crazy. Ugh. Yeah. I love your stories, man. Oh, thanks. I do. <laughs> I love You're just casually here. dropping shit, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I got to give you something good, you know? You've gotten to give me nothing but something good. I mean, this is easy. <laughs> good. Like good. my God, you can write my life story on a fucking napkin. <laughs> I think like, I could fit mine on a napkin. <laughs> no, you could not. You can fit yours on a sheet of pizza, man. It's, it's just one cool nugget after another. And I know I don't think you're like name dropping or anything like that. No, I just think that this is just kind of what. Yeah. You know, you're like ah, this happened to me. Yeah, it's my life right now. I just now. don't have a lot of that. I have one. And I hate even mentioning it. What is it? But it's 100% true. And you can look it up. I'm going to look it up. Uh, So I'm from Akron. Okay, cool. I went to school at St. Vincent St. Mary. Nice. Um, I had two basketball records that LeBron broke. Whoa. Yeah, that's the only thing that I have in my life. That's so cool. That's the only thing I have. They mentioned my name on ESPN when I was like, when when he broke the record. What? Yeah, it was really fun. And I I missed it because I was like out in a bar and like everyone started calling me and I'm like what they're like they just said your name on ESPN I'm like this joke is fucking stupid and I'd hang up and then finally my mom called and like they just said your name on ESPN I'm like I don't understand this joke and how did you all coordinate it <laughs> That's amazing. and then she told me what happened I was like ugh oh I'm kind of hammered in paninis right now <laughs> Anyone tape it? <laughs> That's like a perfect thing. Like you're hammered in paninis getting these phone yeah, calls. Yeah, I'm just I'm doing such a stupid juvenile thing in a stupid juvenile place and I missed this. I've tried finding it like I was like, maybe it's on YouTube, but uh <laughs> let's see if I can find it one day and just blast it out to everybody. Because be like, you know, you look at me, you're like, no, that didn't happen. But I you gotta you. think this was twenty five years ago. I believe you. So that's my claim to fame. That's well cool. no, my claim to fame is someone who's famous. Took something from me. <laughs> That's my claim to fame. Yours is still just no. I collaborate. Like I've never collaborated with LeBron. He doesn't know who I am. <laughs> he 
probably does. He probably does. Yeah, I'm sure. He's yeah. probably sitting around on someone else's podcast thinking like, did I ever tell you about when I broke that Joe guy's record? See? Yeah. I'm sure it comes up all the time. All the time. Not on Taco Tuesdays, but normally. Obviously yeah. not on Taco Tuesdays. No, he's very on. focused on yeah. Taco Tuesdays. Yeah. What uh, what are some of the places in Cleveland you like? Like, oh. uh, what do you to like to play first of all, oh, and then let's like just go about the places you just like. Beachland Ballroom, hundred percent. Place is sweet, 100%, isn't it? All the time, every time. I uh, had my record release, like my vinyl. I pressed my vinyl myself. I got to go back to Got a Groove and actually press the record. Beautiful. Um, so we had a vinyl release party there, and I still apologize to them for getting so much confetti all over their floor. I owe them beers, but it's okay. Uh, it was a great time. And I just, I got married at the Beachland. Like, the Beachland is, like, the place. Um, I would definitely put them first. I'm trying to think. I mean, the Grog Shop's fun. Um, love them. May Halls is fun. Really love them. Um, I love you did May Halls. That's also, that's all like a Lakewood debate. May Halls. May, May Halls. Halls. Like, I know. I know. I gave up. There's, like, three places in, like, within a mile of where we're sitting where yeah. people still argue about what it's called. I know. And no one's thought about just asking the people that own it. I know. Like, nah, let's just fucking keep arguing. And even if it is, like, you know, it's like Ariana Grande. Isn't her real name, like, Grande? And everyone's just... I thought her name was, like, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, so she's just like, oh, whatever. That's, ah. If that if that sticks, great, do okay, it. Whatever, cool. At least I go there. At least yeah. I play, yeah, yeah. I really like it there. Uh, those are probably my favorite places to play in town. Beachland is number one by far. Beachland's great. I've seen yeah. some really good shows there. Yeah. I do like Mahals. Mahals. Well, I say I actually do say Mahals. Yeah. But it's because when I moved up here, someone said it to me and then I never lost See? it. See, yeah. 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 Yeah, I do think, you know, uh, I've seen some really good shows at Winchester too. Winchester's great. Winchester's fun. I saw Greg Laswell there years ago, but it was a really good show. Cool. It was one of those where I feel like I was just watching people practice, but it was so good. Sure. It was a really, really good, maybe 50, 70 people tops in there. Oh, wow. It was like almost kind of like pitch black. It was just perfect. It was that really great. cool. That sounds good. And then obviously Flight of the Concords. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, I mean, for me, and this is like, this is what old people like. You know, I love seeing shows at Jacob's Pavilion. Well, sure. I don't think there's a better venue. Like, I don't go there often, so I can't say. Like, I've never uh, played I there. Do. You know? I do. Well, I don't often either. It's just yeah. not, I mean, when summer starts, we. We comb and we're like, is there anyone we even kind of like that we'll go and watch? I'll, I've seen a lot of really great shows there. Yeah, even yeah. ones I don't even like all that much, but seeing it there is just better. Yeah, but I've seen some great. We've seen Leon Bridges there twice. Oh, Leon's great. We've seen uh, um, uh, let's see, I think we saw Band of Horses there. Ooh, love them too. Uh, Lord Huron. Uh, we've seen them twice there. We saw Steve Martin and Martin Short there. No way. It was a blast. Dude, Dead Men uh. Don't Wear Plaid is one of my favorite films of all time. It's so good. <laughs> it's it's like, I think it's in my top five. Really? Yeah. I could, I still, I think. The jerk, uh, like. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could watch, like, Roxanne. Roxanne is so good. Roxanne's one it's of the best. so it, good. It, it, if it's anyone's a talking movie. about, like, like romantic, because it's a romantic comedy. And yeah. And, you know, nowadays, I think when people think romantic comedy, they think of the same dumb Romantic comedy, like that's a romantic comedy. That was a romantic that comedy. That is what it really should be. That's that's the best romantic comedy of all time. It's such like a little cozy blanket. And I've seen, I've lit easily seen that movie fifty times. Yeah, yeah, same, definitely. And it never stops being interesting to me. Yeah. It's so good. I love my favorite part of that film is when he's walking out of the diner and he opens up the the news thing to grab a newspaper. He like reads it, screams bloody murder, and then throws it back in and walks away, silent. Comedy gold. Every, I feel just, like that every day. The, <laughs> oh 
every just I don't know just everything about that. You know, yeah. it's just it's it's such a it's also just an '80s movie too, oh, which I There's, love. Yeah, I do I too. Love. I love '80s comedy. I love '80s horror movies. Oh, I love same. '80s action movies. 80s They're horror. just the '80s got a lot of things wrong. One of them wasn't movies. One of them was movies, they were and, and I great. and one of them wasn't music. In my opinion, it wasn't music. I love hair metal. Ruined it for a lot okay, of people. Yeah, but when you think about bands that started in the '80s, Metallica. Red Hot Chili Peppers, yeah. Faith No More, like Depeche. Yeah. Well, actually, Depeche was in the seventies, but when they thrive, when, when they, they really thrive, kind of, that's what matters. I mean, there to were me, yeah. amazing, amazing, amazing bands in the eighties. Couldn't agree more. I just think people just kind of equate it with the real popular hair metal crap. Yeah, that's true. Which, I never, I never do, but that's because I grew up on Depeche Mode and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, th- yeah. That was, I mean, but like I, Princess Bride, Labyrinth, Dark Crystal, like all those films were made in the eighties. Like that's, and, it's just crazy. I mean, all like. I mean, Jesus Christ! I we've talked about it a couple times on here because we did like a live, not a live, but I mean, we watched Top Gun with yes. We just watched it with my bird, my friend Mike Went, who's with the Cleveland Film Festival, and then uh, Laura Wimbells, who does Midnight Rental. Yeah, I yeah. love Laura. Yeah, she. I've done. She's been on here twice. I've done a couple shows with her oh, cool. uh, where we watch movies, but she'd never seen Top Gun. Oh, okay. And. I was like, Laura, that is fucking baffling. <laughs> You're in the movie business. That's <laughs> like, crazy. Have you honestly. not seen this? So we watched it with her live, and we didn't have it playing loud because I don't think I'm allowed. But she just had an earpiece in <laughs> and watched on our laptop. We just timed it together, and it was just so funny because so many great. times, like it was the same thing when my wife had never seen it. <laughs> my wife wanted to watch Top Gun Maverick. I'm like, but you got to watch the first yeah. one. You haven't seen it. And we're watching the original Top Gun, and the amount of times. She would just pause it and be like, why is this happening? I'm like, you understand. 1986 Honey, was different, man. Different. Like when a guy, when you tell a guy no in a bar and he follows you in the bathroom and tries to sleep with you, it was endearing in 86. It was cute. Obviously, it's a huge problem it's now. It's huge. Major. But, you know, when Tom Cruise follows you into the bathroom, you're just like, I mean, I guess I, I could do I it. Mean, here. Here's my number. <laughs> just yeah. a different time. Yeah. Yeah. We all played volleyball in jeans. I can't tell you the <laughs> amount of times I've been going by like construction workers or like, you know, just men working outside and I have to say, yeah, yeah, oh. hanging with the boys. Like every time, like I can't, I can't help myself. It's just, it's so the funny. movie just makes no sense in some. I, I love but that. But it's still just brilliant. I know. Oh, Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein's great. So good. Oh, all, sorry. <laughs> I don't think I noticed this until Laura, I think Laura pointed this out. In Top Gun. Yeah. I think, there's only one other woman that even has a line in the movie. That Kelly doesn't McGill, surprise obviously me. Obviously, Kelly, but and, and I was like, yeah, it's 1986. Women didn't talk. Women weren't allowed. Women didn't talk. They danced. <laughs> they danced. <laughs> the only woman that talked was Sigourney Weaver because she was a badass. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> Kelly McGillis, obviously, and then it was, I think, the uh, when he went to the head instructor's house and his wife answered the door. She's like, hey, Maverick, come on in. I think that was it. That was it. <laughs> No other woman spoke in that movie. Holy shit. <laughs> and like, we're all just like, yeah, we're going to let slide. Yeah. Even now. It was cool. Yeah. It. I mean, fine. what can you do? It's fine. It's done. So much going on, guys. It's done. There's... He's killing Russians. I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, he's keeping us safe. He's protecting the borders. <laughs> we're going to be attacked by Russians and he's keeping us safe. Yeah, Everyone Tom leave Cruise Maverick is keeping alone. keeping us safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. I'm so glad that you, and actually, because you're younger than I mean, you're a full decade younger than me. Yeah. So to appreciate. That means you're an artist. You oh, appreciate <laughs> the great horror movies and the great oh. comedies and the great. I, I mean, have a Freddy Krueger replica phone. Amazing. With the tongue coming out of it. Yeah. I mean, amazing. I mean, you think Big about. Fan. I mean, I still like. I like horror movies a lot, 
That's nothing's true. really come out like in the last like ten years where I was like that even compares to you know the original Halloween, the Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah, Hellraiser. Yeah. I mean, even the new Hell, did you watch the new Hellraiser? I didn't, no. It's good. It's it good. is good. Okay. And everyone got like, everyone's like, wow, a woman's pin, fuck off. And yeah, a just. Pinhead wasn't really a man, it was a demon. Why does it matter? And Why she did a really good Hellraiser. job. I don't know her name, she was great. The OG but is the movie, amazing. Oh, yeah. Amazing. But the movie just, it didn't do as well with me because there was no discovery of like what the Cenobites were. If there's just, yeah. it, it didn't, I don't know. I know. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre has been ruined every single time they've done it. I know. Um, this isn't exactly horror, but it's like a film buff thing. Um, Love Witch, the Love Witch. Have oh, you yeah, heard yeah, of this? Yeah. Holy shit. I want to go as her for Halloween, I think, this year. Yeah. That's, That's another so one. Good. You can be like, you've probably never seen this. <laughs> I'm good. You can Who's do this that. lady in a big hat and a black wig? Like, like are you Hocus Pocus? Because that's all anyone knows. It's your favorite season, fall. We get it. Like, <laughs> you like pumpkin spice lattes. Great yeah, job. you like pumpkin beers. Great. You throw pumpkins at people. Love it. We don't give a shit. Love that for you, but I don't care. Yeah. What's the name of your black cat? <laughs> cool dress. What are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> so what? Right, so what do you got coming up? Uh, just the, the the like I'm coming out with a new single every like eight weeks at this point. Oh, okay. Yeah. So August 25th is the first BFM, and then the coffee comes out next week on Tuesday. So that'll be the the 15th of Please August. Please send me flyers and stuff so I, I can will. Blast yeah, that out. I, I, I was gonna bring to... you the coffee, but it's it's just now getting packaged. No, so no, that's cool. I would I, love I to just, send you some. I just saw that you. I saw that like a couple days ago that you were doing. That. That's really yeah, cool. I would I love, love to. Say, if, if you're a coffee drinker, I can send you every some. single day since COVID. Same. Yes. Samezies. Never. Um, I didn't drink coffee at all and then COVID and I was like well I can't drink whiskey yet <laughs> so coffee coffee it so, is yeah no it's every single day cool yeah, yeah. I'll definitely I'll definitely uh, send you some that'll be really fun um, so I have that and then yeah just new singles are gonna be coming out I have new merch coming out um, but yeah I'm just really focused on putting out this record I have a new music video that I'm directing coming out um, in, a, in a month so yeah just just a bunch of stuff Genuinely yeah. excited for you a lot of these things. Thank you. And I'm glad that even despite your advanced age that you've been able to <laughs> yeah. do so all these old. amazing things. You are so old. I know. I just, you know, put in my retirement plan. I got that all set up. Yeah, you, you know. got to get Social Security. Social Security That'll probably pay for the set. record. Yeah, you can do. I, one can only hope. Yeah, get your AARP card. Unless I have to get my hip, you know, replaced. Eventually you that. will. Because I am 36. You'll, you'll need a new hip by 37. Oh, yeah. Everyone needs a hip by 37. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah both, so, both mine are titanium. You know, I mean, just wish me luck with that, you know. Good luck. Yeah. You know? Wish me luck getting out of this chair. Get well. out of this chair, finding the car. Finding the car. Finding very myself. Senile, yeah. Finding myself. Anyway, your name is Shayla. <laughs> I, I think so. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there you go. It was. It changes depending on what day I talk to you. Well, where can everybody find your stuff? Uh, everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, I have a Vivo on YouTube. I have a Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, all the things, Title, wherever, wherever you have music, you can find me. That's awesome. Yeah. I really appreciate you coming in. I, I so really, appreciate really, you. I really, really love talking to you. This was really fun. I'm um, excited about the stuff that you got coming up. I'm excited Thanks. to absorb more of your music. A new single every single week. I like that. Every eight weeks. Every eight weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I hear that wrong? <laughs> every eight weeks. I thought he said a single every week. I was like, fuck. No. You crank out a lot of music. I'm not that cool, man. <laughs> I'm not that cool. <laughs> That's so pretty good. Thanks. That's thanks. one more single than I put out. <laughs> Well, that's it, man. Again, thank you so much. Thank Everyone, you. please make sure you check out Shayla. I would really plug the live show. No, I will, because I'm going to put this out. Uh, August 26th. 25th, uh, yeah. No, my show. <gasps> Your show. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> this, is, this is my time. Oh, now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is my time. I'm sorry. I'm old. I didn't Let me remember. turn your mic off. It's <laughs> <laughs> August 26th. <20th. laughs> 
We'll plug yours in a second. <laughs> August 26th at Southern Tier. Uh, we're doing a live podcast. So Ken Schneck is going to be joining me as always. Uh, we have uh, uh, Noah Picari is going to be starting with a comedy set. Uh, Lakota Sakar uh, is going to be a guest as well as uh, Jordan Urban from Locally Grown is going to be there as well. Um, and then uh, Scuff Mixon is going to be closing with a song. So all past guests, all people I really love and genuinely, genuinely excited about it. Um, we still have some tickets left, so please, we got about, well, as of right now, we have about two and a half weeks. But by the time this comes out, probably about a week. Um, but uh, please get your tickets. It's on Eventbrite. You can check it out on Instagram. You can find everything on there that you need. Follow me on Facebook so you can find it there too. But I'm blasting it out every single day. So uh, I'm excited. Uh, Southern Tier was a really, really good partner with some of the promos that I did with him. And they were really nice when I lost my venue at the last live show to offer it up. Um, so really excited about that. Um, and that's it. And then August 25th is... Day before. That's the day that my song comes out. My new So it's a really big weekend for creative, attractive... <laughs> Very intelligent, talented people. A lot going <laughs> yes. on that weekend. So uh, everyone, just clear off your calendars because you're 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 busy. Yeah, you have things to do. Listen to music. Listen to podcasts. Get a little bit tipsy and Uber home. Yes. Cool. That's it. Thank you Thank again. You so much. It was so nice meeting you. It was so nice meeting you too. All right. <laughs>